Hey, yo, you're listening to Edge Coach Quip, featuring our very own edge coaches and community, dropping knowledge nuggets to fuel your day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 116 of Coach Quip. I'm Coach Robin. I'm Coach Chris. And today we are joined by our in house dietitian, nutritionist, Coach Jeanette Rowe, or Coach J. Rowe. Hello. Thanks for coming <laughs> back in. I think your last episode that you did with us was our most downloaded episode, mm-hmm. which Thank means <laughs> people need to be told more about <laughs> and educated more on nutrition things. So this comes at a really great time because we are leaning into not only Thanksgiving week, but the holidays. Yay. The eating season, as I call it, the eating season. We have our racing season, we have our off season, we have <laughs> our eating season. So for the next six weeks, it is all food. All food, all people, all things, all the time. So we're going to start off today with one little nugget from our holiday nutrition guide, courtesy of Coach J-Ro, and then in the bonus miles, we'll kick it in for more. All right, so take it away. Hey, everyone. Wow, that was... (laughs) (laughs) We have lots of tips for you today, but I want to start with my uh, first and probably favorite one. It's just setting an intention for yourself for the holiday season. Um, it's a busy time. There's lots of family stuff, friend stuff, other social gatherings. Uh, you might be traveling. Um, there's a lot going on, so you want to set your intentions and keep in mind what you can do, what you want to attend, can attend without overextending yourself. Um, keep that stress low and think about how these align with any personal and fitness goals you might have in the season. Sometimes those personal and fitness goals are a really nice excuse as well. Like I know sometimes I need a little bit of away time and it's a great opportunity to be like oh I have a seven mile run that I need to do so you know making sure that I carve that out for myself not only gets me stay on goal but it also gets me kind of that recharge because it's quite a shift to be around a bunch of people all of a sudden yeah yeah I really like this time of year. I'm not a streak person, so I I am kind of against run streaks, but I like to do a fitness streak from Thanksgiving to the end of the year, sort of as a jumpstart for my following year, but nothing too intense, just trying to do daily movement uh, every day between those two holidays. And for me, that's something between 10 and 15 minutes. It's a couple of exercises. I do it with a group of people. Sometimes it's mobility, but it gives me that excuse to stay on track where Otherwise, with travel and with eating and with uh, other obligations, social gatherings, it can be really easy to get off of a training schedule, especially if you're in the off season and feeling a little bit more relaxed. Yeah, we all do well with a schedule, it mm-hmm. turns out, right? So when we take that away, having any semblance of it is going to make a big difference. I love that. 100%. Yeah. All right. So set your intention for the holiday season is number one. Coming up, we got more in the Mono Smiles. All right, welcome back. Our bonus miles. We have more nuggets of information from our holiday eating guide with Coach J. Rowe. Moving into uh, our next tip about time. Yeah, and it kind of piggybacks on what we were talking about in the first tip or first step in the guide. Uh, Making and keeping time for yourself. So it might not be um, what you're used to or ideal, but keep up some routine um, of sleep, recovery, movement, um, any workouts you want to keep up, meal prep, eating schedule, little things like that can really help to stay on track. 
Yeah, I think when when we are overtired or when we're stressed out with our schedule, we tend to eat more poorly. So that's why I think this is a great tip for a guy. It's not necessarily specifically about eating, although the meal planning is. Uh, but those other like key lifestyle pieces, I think, are really important to keep us on track with how we are consuming and thinking about food. One hundred percent. I also love the idea of keeping movement going, but then also, if you want to involve, you know, your friends and family that you're hanging with for that period of time, go for it. One of the things that my family started doing recently, we did just on a whim because it was like a beautiful Christmas day. It was not cold or, you know, wet at all. So we went for a nature hike, mm-hmm. and now that is probably my favorite thing that we do. And I know that day that's going to take up, you know, two hours and however many steps. And there are always some of my, you know, most happy memories of the of the holiday are this hike and now we do it no matter what the weather too um so you know keeping that time for yourself but if you can bring others along with you and it kind of elevates everyone and has them doing something new and fun too that fits with what you're looking to do go for it next up Mm. mindful eating this is one i feel like this is a great buzzword and not in a bad way but in like a effective way like we should always be thinking am i mindfully eating yeah yeah. Um, and that being said, yeah, lean into it. Uh, mindful eating can be can be a lot of things, but really it's just being aware of what we're eating, when we're eating, how we're feeling while we're doing it. Um, holiday meals can be really special. Um, so enjoy what you really enjoy. It's a time where, you know, you might only get to eat this certain dish or two this time of year made by this one person that you truly love. Um, sentimental foods are really important. But eat only as much as you need and use your senses um, and lean into your hunger cues. Um, And you can do that by slowing down, really savoring it, and obviously taking that time while we're eating to connect with your loved ones because that's really the priority, right? Yeah, and I also love... I've been told with mindful eating too, slowing down like a great cue is like putting the fork down in between bites, right? And like using those senses of like, you know, thinking about, especially now that we cook more as adults than we did as kids, we know more about like what spices go in. Um, But also when the fork's down, you're a lot more likely to engage and have discussions. And so that means that the whole meal takes longer in a great way, right? We don't need to eat at the same speed that we do during normal everyday life during the holidays. And that slowing down of process really helps with keeping the focus on mindful eating too. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's definitely not a race to finish your meal first. <laughs> <laughs> We're so competitive though. Yeah. There is no <laughs> Try to be the last one. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true too. Try to be yeah. the last one. That's a great game. Mm-hmm. I really think of this one in terms of social parties. So you go into a party, oh, yeah. a holiday party, and there's the grazing table, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody, the first thing you do, whether you're hungry or not, is get a plate because we're just so accustomed to it. And I think it can be really easy to lose track, particularly for people who like cheese cubes. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like knowing how many how many calories are it in each of those. Why are you talking about me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I feel very attacked right now. Um, but, you know, like I, I've seen it on the cheese plates, and so it's really easy to rack up a ton of calories when you're not necessarily even enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. just something that we're accustomed to doing. Yeah. So, you know, that mindfulness while you're doing that of, of and back to setting your intentions. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll have one plate. I'll taste what's there, what's interesting to me. But you don't have to be constantly shoving food in your mouth during those social engagements definitely yeah that would be mindless grazing right right? wow opposite of mindful (laughs) i love that yeah don't don't be a mindless grazer (laughs) for sure and also you know we all have family members that might be a little bit pushy food pushers if you will Mm -hmm. um remember it's okay to say no and um, obviously save some for later 
leftovers are the best. Yeah, a lot of times we'll do this because my in-laws are not food pushers by any means, but they always have way more than, which is a wonderful thing. Um, and I find that if I'm looking at my plate and I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to, I didn't even get to that section, <laughs> right? I will just ask for that to be put in our to-go because mm-hmm. we they're always very generous and send us home with stuff, which I love because then it's like the holiday just continues. But I'll, whatever I didn't get to, I'll take home with me. And I look forward to it so much in the next day or two. Uh, that it's like it is it's almost like a bonus so instead of feeling pressure to finish then just think of it like an extension of that mm-hmm. holiday mm-hmm. and what Perfect. a great way to reconnect with them too to thank them two days later yeah meeting you for the next two days yeah, you know, yeah. makes them feel great as as foodies a hundred percent yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean they do at the, at the end of the day they do they want you to enjoy it so enjoying it over more time is mm-hmm. even better yeah Oh, I love that. Oh, I can't. I'm going to bring my own Tupperware. (laughs) That's big. (laughs) Lalan family, I'm coming for you. (laughs) All right, next up. Yeah, Uh, next tip. Or, yeah, next tip. Uh, Try something different. So we're talking about tradition, comfort foods, sentimental foods. Uh, These are a huge part of the holidays. But it can also be a great opportunity to try a new recipe or lighten up a version of your favorite. I recommend trying to highlight a vegetable for a new option at the table. And that can become a part of your traditions going forward. I recently saw something that said, we are not your test kitchen on the holidays, so please try it the Thursday before. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. So I definitely agree with, with, with uh, bringing that new dish or trying something a little plant forward for your holiday gatherings. But maybe give it a test. If you're, mm-hmm. not, if you're not as skilled in the kitchen, maybe test it out at home first before you feed it to the whole family. <laughs> oh, I want to see the plant forward new dishes now. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. I'm, I'm coming over. Invite <laughs> me because they are not present at my holiday gatherings. <laughs> All right. Setting up our plate. Yeah. Next step in the guide. This is one where I do admittedly get very overwhelmed. Mm, yeah. Easy thing to do to set up your plate, um, I call it the healthy plate, um, is to focus on the protein and the fiber. So load your plate up with a good protein source. Obviously, you can have things like turkey, maybe duck, uh, maybe ham around, um, and then focus on those fiber-rich foods. So those are going to be your vegetables, your complex carbs. Um, then round it out with some of your other favorite sides and sauces in moderation. Um, when you're faced with a big spread, what I like to do is just take a step back, assess what's on deck, and then um, proceed to fill my plate with the things I really want to enjoy. That's such a good tip to give a scan first. It's like going to a buffet. I don't know if anybody else actually goes to buffets. But I, love anymore, buffet. I love a good buffet. <laughs> take the lap first and, mm-hmm. and really test it out and see what you want so that you know what you, what you want to taste, what you're going to prioritize, because sometimes that first thing looks good. But there's something even better down the line. Yeah, and then you're too full to eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's it, that's smart with the protein and fiber because mm-hmm. you're going to be again going back to kind of staying with your intentions. If your intentions are to maintain kind of overall health, it's going to help mm-hmm. guide in, in with that. And we're going to make sure that we still eat enough protein. Definitely. And I just had a conversation with an athlete this morning who's coming off of one of our fall fitness challenge, and he did awesome. He put on three percent. Um, muscle during it you know he's clearly like putting in enough protein doing a great job and as he eases into the holidays that was my number one thing of like you know make sure that when you're when you're sitting down that you're still prioritizing the amazing tall duty six three I'm like you're gonna need a fair amount right um, have that on your plate first and then consume it kind of earlier in your as you're working through your plate so that you're making sure that you're getting enough in yeah, yeah. Yeah, and this is a tip not just for holiday meals, but definitely every plate you set up, um, focusing on those two things can really, really help. All right, last but not least, drinking. (laughs) 
<laughs> Booze. It happens this time of year. It does. Yeah. And again, I think it's important to go into the season um, with an intention. So if you do choose to drink, how much do you want to drink? When do you want to drink? Um, set that in mind. Um, one tip I like to use when I'm at events is to alternate one alcoholic drink with a glass of bubbly water or still water with a lime in it. Um, and that way you can make sure you're staying hydrated um, and also moderate your alcohol consumption. And making sure you eat when you drink. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like if you are kind of by a grazing table, you know, making sure that you're mindfully eating as well as drinking at the same time because drinking with no food in is that is not good for anybody. No. And then it leads to well. mindless grazing. <laughs> <laughs> and thus completes the circle of holiday eating. <laughs> All right. We are going to recap our holiday eating guide, starting off with setting your intentions. Make sure you're setting intentions about what you want to eat, how you want to work out, and kind of planning out your holiday season so you have a framework to work within. All right, next up, make and keep time for yourself. So carve it out. We know that you probably need it. Um, you know, whether it's going to bed at the same time, drinking the right amount of water, having your meals at the same time, or maybe even meal prep. If you carve that out, you're a lot more likely to stick to some type of schedule, which is going to ultimately make your holidays feel better. Lean into mindful eating. So take time with your meals, slow down. Again, keep that intention uh, with the food choices um, and savor your food. Next up is try something different. We recommend something maybe plant forward, but try out a new dish, preferably before the holidays, and then bring that to your holiday gatherings. And then if it's good, give the rest to Coach Chris. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Set up your plate with a focus on protein and fiber. So do a lap, right? If it's a buffet, check everything out. Or if you're looking at a table setting, identify those proteins, veggies, and complex carbs. Fill up on those first and then save the gravies and the carbs, or easier carbs on the side for a little bit less. Mm -hmm. yep. And last but not least, um, tips for booze. Um, set your intention with it and um, try alternating your alcohol with some additional water um, and be sure to eat. All right. Tag us in your meal posts. We want to see them. Where can people find you? What is your Instagram? Oh, geez. Uh, underscore J-Row. Zero. <laughs> You'll find her. You'll find her. Something like that. <laughs> Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks for listening to Coach Quip. Original music performed by Mend. Follow us online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Edge Athlete Lounge. Our podcast lives in the blog section of our website. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and you can check out the show notes for additional ways to contact us. Ready, set, onward we go.